Hello everyone, this is the Movie Explorer. Uh, My name is Eric, and today I am going to be exploring, well, talking about, I don't like using the word exploring, but like talking about, um, (laughs) sorry, like talking about the movie Raising Arizona. Um, yeah, sorry, that's my cat, Billy. Perfect timing, isn't it? Um... Now, the movie at Raising Arizona is one of those movies that I really like, but it's 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 kind of hard to explain. It's not really a movie where, you know, I'm a diehard fan of it or anything like that. Um, but there, there, there's some things that I just, I enjoy about it. Um, it doesn't, if you know the director or directors, however you want to look at it. Um, a lot of times it's the Cohen brothers, or just um, Joel, who directs and all that. What I love is that um, the fact of when you watch any of the Cohen brothers movies, not any, uh, let, let, me, let me wind back on that, not any, but a lot of their movies... They do, um, they have a lot of the same cast members a lot of times. Um, and with this one, even though it was prior to everything, um, they, they had, uh, I think three, if not more, uh, people that were in this movie that they've done uh, um, elsewhere. Elsewhere, um, one is um, the lead. One of the leads, uh, Holly Hunter. She she did. Uh, uh, besides this, with with them, she did Oh Brother Where Art Thou. And along with um, her and Oh Brother Where Art Thou. John Goodman was in this. Now that's that's such a a empty thing because do you know how many movies the Coen Brothers and John Goodman have done? I mean, it's it's staggering how many that they have done together. Um, but along with with those two, Francis McDermott, who is an amazing actress. Not only is she an amazing actress, I mean, she's... She's won four Oscars, which, again, I know I bring up Oscars, and Oscars don't always mean anything, to be honest, but she is the first actress to win four Oscars, uh, beating Meryl Streep for one, uh, she, you know, she won it for this this past year with uh, um, uh, N- No uh, Nomadland, and uh, she also won it um, oh, duh, that's why, okay, and that's what threw me off, was it, she won it for Best Picture too. that's what threw me off, because I knew she had um, three Oscars for actress, and I had to look it up. I won't lie, so I had to 
just double check. So technically, as actress, she's tied with Meryl Streep, um, but she's got four Oscars, which is still amazing. Uh, another thing that I that makes sense of of you know talking about raising Arizona and Frances McDormand, she had a small part in this, but she was still. You know, I, I think she's one of those actresses that, you know, back then she was kind of overlooked, I guess. And now she's kind of a staple in a way. But uh, in in this, I don't know. I have to double check what movie they met in or how they met. But just the fact that uh, the director, Joel, um, and her have have been together since 1984 so to me that's that's kind of insane because uh, they've done a lot of movies together and I find it very interesting when directors and actresses have been together for almost 40 years and they just they just I don't know like continue that uh, you know, their life with no major issue. And that's kind of a rarity, you know, in, in many ways. And, and kind of, you know, um, kind of feels good to know that. Uh, oh, no, it wouldn't be this movie. This was an 87. Okay. So I was just clarifying. Um, Another I would like to talk about is um, one thing that the Coen brothers do beautifully. I mean, they have a lot of great films, but what I always find kind of funny with them, interesting more so than haha funny, is that these two brothers do amazing jobs of directing. But if you ever really take a close look at their films a lot of they, they, they do great films of comedy sort and, and, and dramas but there's almost a pattern sometimes where they do something very dramatic and then they do something silly and they do something dramatic then they do something silly and then you know or sometimes they do something dramatic that's silly uh, this is Raising Arizona is, in my eyes one of their silly ones. They've done other great silly ones. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. Oh, brother, that always comes to my mind. But they do a lot of great films. They they've done um, Miller Crossing. That's a great one. Another silly but good, and it has a huge following. Of course, is um, Big Lebowski. That's probably, probably a lot of people's, um, you know, a lot of people like a cult follow. I mean, I know it has a cult following. Another great one is Barton Fink, who with um, they that they they've done. I think that's a really good film that a lot of people have never seen. Um, They've done Hudsucker Proxy. They've done so many great films. It, it's it's not even 
uh, fair to kind of like to list all their films because they've just done so many great films. But along with that, they've done so many stupid films. I'm not even going to say bad, just stupid. Um, they've, they've, I mean, one movie I'm going to mention, and the reason I'm going to mention it is to kind of talk about a, one point is the fact that they did them, they, one of their great films is No Country for Old Men. And the reason why I bring it up is the simple fact of of movies that they've done together. Um, there's always a their, their villains are really well played in a lot of their films. In oh, no, uh, <laughs> wow, in No Country for Old Men, for um. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou with John Goodman's character, Fargo, uh, Hudsucker Proxy. It's different, but Paul Newman's villain was played beautifully. It's not the same as, as, as the other ones I'm listing, but, you know, with um, No Country for Old Men, uh, John Goodman's character, and Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Fargo, um... And Raising Arizona, um, they did just, like, their villain is just well-played and just so, um, gruesome, I guess the word I would use in in many ways. They don't really hold back. There's another one, but I don't really, I mean, the, the villain in Barton Fink... If you haven't seen it, then I don't want to say it because it'd be a spoiler. And I really, you know, I know a lot of what I say is spoilers. But um, the 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 two brothers, how they work together is just amazing. Well, okay, now let me get to Raising Arizona. If you haven't seen it, I, of course, recommend it. I recommend any movie. Even if I don't like it, I recommend it. Because I don't, I don't really, I can't really say, oh, it's a horrible movie. Well, you know, I, I'm right now looking at the IMD page of the Coen brothers. And there's a lot of movies that are considered, like, bad or stupid. Or, you know, however you look at it. I mean, I know people have said Hail Caesar is pretty bad, but I kind of, I kind of enjoy it. Uh, for stupid reasons, Lady Killers was horrible, but you know, there's probably probably people who liked it. Uh, intolerable, intolerable cruelty, which I'm just gonna stick with. Um, uh, I'm just gonna stick with Raising Arizona. I'm gonna try to stick with Raising Arizona, but there's like a pattern of like their beginning. Of course, they used like nobody and then as as time went on they started just using those same people in many ways and they just latched on to more people and then they just kept on using um in one way or another somebody that they've worked with before in one way or another um i mean one great example is like like um big lebowski 
let's just use that as an example. There's a lot of people that they've worked with uh, many times in that film, but um, John Goodman, they worked with John Goodman many times. Well, this was the first time that they worked with uh, Jeff Bridges. Well, then, what, you know, what's another movie they did? They did uh, True Grit. With who? With Jeff Bridges. It's just, you know, it's it's kind of a comfortability almost with them, but it's a built-on comfortability. And so many of their movies are so different. So, I mean, yes, I'm supposed to be talking about Raising Arizona. So let me wind back. I really enjoyed this movie because it's so off the wall. And that's what makes this film so just tolerable is it's it's two it's almost like two different stories going on at once in 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 many ways you got you got the silliness you got the seriousness and you know it's 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 almost the relationship between uh nicholas cage's character and holly hunter you know they're, they're very different well the stories are very different in many ways you know you got the very seriousness of of raising a child and going through marriage and and you know people not being able to have a child and all that seriousness and then you have the silly silliness of of different characters and it's 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 really beautifully sewn together and this is kind of one of those 80s movies that I, I I put up there as like just enjoyable uh, because it's to me certain movies should not be watched for like intense watching. You gotta just watch some movies just to watch them, just to have fun, to escape reality in many ways. And I feel like. To me, this movie is one of those, and that's why it's kind of enjoyable. So, um, with 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 this, I mean, it's just it's kind of fun to watch because you watch the actors. A lot of the actors have grown in many ways after this um John Goodman was just I think he was just starting Roseanne around this time and um or just a little bit prior um and he kind of just he kind of I mean he still is just a really amazing person to watch but I feel like He's kind of entertaining to hear and, 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 and see. And I just I always feel like he's got just... He, he just kind of makes certain films just more enjoyable to watch in many different ways. Uh, you know, and then Nicolas Cage. Uh, I don't know how to explain him. He, he's such a... He, he can be such a great actor. But the guy... Has I mean he's done work, but nothing where you're kind of like, hey, you want to see the new Nicolas Cage movie? And then Holly Hunter can do whatever the hell she wants. 
you know, she she doesn't want to work, she doesn't have to work. But, you know, if she did do a movie, she, you know, I don't think there would be people who'd go, I'm going to stay away from that movie because it has Holly Hunter. She's well-respected in my, in, in, in my eyes. Um, but, I mean, you know, you kind of have to... To, and for me, I think this movie became more enjoyable because I watch so many movies. Because I've watched movies with, um, with, with these actors, by this, by these directors, by you know, and so like a lot of times you watch films, and as you're watching, the more you watch movies. You might not like a movie when you first watch it, but then you watch this other movie, and then you go back to this movie, and you're like, you know what? Now that I've seen this movie, I enjoy this movie a little bit more. Or, I didn't notice this before. And that was kind of with this. You know, when I first watched... Well, I grew up with it as a kid. And so I kind of remember in my uh, in, in my memory of... There's a scene with Nicolas Cage... In the mark, in the market, and um, he's wearing pantyhose. I remember that as a kid. I don't remember all the details of the movie when I when I first watched it, and then when I watched it later on, and you know, I I, I understood a little bit more and everything like that. And another thing that's kind of enjoyable is the symbolism. Now, the story of it is this man who is a repeated offender. Uh, he's always in prison and uh, jail, and he keeps on getting paroled, and then he keeps on breaking parole until he f- um, till he starts dating um, an officer who is the one who actually uh, takes his photo when he goes in to prison or jail. And um, she kind of... She's trying to keep him on the straight path. Well, there's a beautiful symbol, symbolic point watching this movie where he's running away from the law. And as he's running away from the law, he jumps into a backyard and there's a dog. The dog is in a fenced area, but it has a chain around its neck and staked into the yard. Well, as he's running away, the dog gets out of the yard, too, with the chain and and the stake following behind it. And it's running and it's running. And and as it's running in the road, this other beautiful female dog sees it and starts running running with it. And to me, it's just a beautiful, symbolic thing of, you know, all this life... You know, this dog was just in a, in a bad circumstance, probably was raised with a horrible family who staked it in a fenced area, which makes no sense. Probably, you know, it was just, it's just, a, you know, the symbol, you know, to me, I took it symbolically. Um, but that's the other thing the directors when they because they write they write pretty much all their movies most of their movies and so they are really 
good at symbolism or that this means this and this means this and you know and during this time period this happened and it's just it's kind of just fun to just if 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 I was pretty much anyone what I would do is I would just take a bunch of uh, the Coen Brothers movies and just watch them you know just because and, and, and to be honest you really don't need a plan you really don't because to be honest so many of their films don't coincide with each other but yet they do it's so weird I know I'm supposed to be talking about I know I keep saying that but the, the, there's just so much that can be learned by the Coen brothers you know they're just beautiful filmmakers um, either just by what you see or the story or just something but they never really go far fetch you know some of the things that you see are like well that's over the top but they're never really far fetched they don't do anything that's you know, like science, science fiction or anything like that. It, but sometimes you watch something and you're like, well, that's unrealistic. That would never happen. But it's never, it's, it's never like over the top to a certain extent. So that's pretty much all I'll say, uh, you know, with exploring this movie and, and kind of, um, just watching it, what came into my head as I was watching it, and just, just, you know, all I have to say is, just keep watching movies, you know, you, you, there, there's always something that will trigger you, that you just are like, wow, I never thought I would like this movie, so, this is Eric, this is Eric, and please, Uh, continue listening to me and let's continue exploring movies together. Thank you.